What's up you guys and welcome back to another video. If you are new to the channel here, my name is Brandon. In today's video, I wanna talk about two different topics. I wanna talk about the Activision Blizzard and Microsoft deal, as I'm sure you guys are all well familiar with at this point. I'll share with you guys what I did with my shares as well as kind of where I see this going in the future. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? And of course, I think we should take some time and talk about what is happening with the broader market. Is this just the beginning of a big market crash? Is it a buy the dip opportunity? I'm pretty sure I saw an article saying that we are off to the worst start of a year in 2022 than we've seen over the past couple of decades. And I will just say right up front, the answer that I have for you is probably not what you're looking for if you just wanna know whether to buy or sell. I actually have a couple of questions for you guys, the viewers. I have a really interesting way of looking at it that I wanna talk about today. But let's get started here with topic number one, which is the Activision Blizzard deal. And this was Microsoft's biggest deal to date in the entire history of the company. So that is definitely exciting if you are an Activision Blizzard shareholder. They of course have had some other very successful acquisitions over the years, the most recent one. The main big one I think that people would look to would be LinkedIn back in the day. And I remember very vividly at the time of that deal, not really making a whole bunch of sense of it. And a lot of people at the time were saying Microsoft overpaid. This was an expensive deal. There's no synergies here. Well, as time has gone on, that has proved to be very successful for Microsoft. And I don't see why that wouldn't be the case with a company like Activision Blizzard. These stocks were up about 25 or 30% on the announcement of the news. And really, when you look at that, the depressed share price of Activision Microsoft did, in my opinion, get actually a pretty skookum deal. You know, if we went back a year's time, they would have had to pay double the price for this exact same producer. Very similar to how we like to go out and buy stocks on the channel and just as investors looking for discounts, looking for depressed companies. I think Microsoft did a very, very good job of doing so. Not to mention that, as we know, Activision has been going through their own suite of problems with the scandals within the company and the mistreatment of employees. I know there's been a lot of turnover over the past year in terms of uh, key people leaving the company. It almost makes sense to me that this is like, you know, the stars are kind of aligning where it's like they can kind of just swoop up this company, kind of start things from scratch, but still have a very, very good high quality studio under their belt. Just to share with you guys what I did with my shares, because yes, I am an Activision Blizzard shareholder. I did trim some shares with my position. Now I didn't sell out entirely. It wasn't one where I said, I, you know, I'm done with this stock. If you guys know my background, I've held Activision for a number of years and that's because I've just actually liked the company. I still do very much like the company. I was actually doing some buying just prior to that and that came down to luck. That came down to just good timing. I don't know if anybody else kind of foresee this, foresaw this event happening. I think it just kind of happened to play out the way it did. Nevertheless, as a shareholder, very happy to see a nice bump there, but it's times like these where I don't think it's a bad idea to just take some profits off the table. Now, when I say take some profits off the table, I trimmed about maybe 10% of my position. Even after the sale, Activision does still represent a decent chunk of my portfolio. Again, I did think the stock was in an undervalued territory. I think I talked about it on the channel maybe a month or a couple months back. And I do see the stock still being a very, very promising one going forward. I'd even go as far as saying this is actually, I'm very optimistic with this merger. It actually makes a ton of sense 
with the company Activision. Microsoft, of course, does have a video game division. They're the company behind Xbox. They've launched a, I believe it's called Game Pass. I'm not a, a Microsoft shareholder actually at the moment. I was before, at this given point I'm not, but they launched something called Game Pass, which does look to be doing very well and actually being off to a good start. And for this company to acquire a very high quality producer, like a video game studio, they're almost now like this well-rounded, you know, they're deepening their exposure to the video game space, right? You got the actual hardware sales, you can sell the actual product uh, upfront, whether that be an Xbox, the new Xbox, the controllers, whatever, you have your library where you can stream games and you now have the producers all under the same belt. And it's actually a big move for Microsoft to become one of the larger video game players in the world. They already were, but I think this makes them now the third largest video game producer or player, I should say, in the video game space, up there with the likes of a Tencent, for example. And yeah, it's a good thing, I would say, as a shareholder. When your company does get bought out, or a company does get acquired, which will happen, <coughs> excuse me, at some point in your investing life, it can sometimes be good, it can sometimes be bad, but when you're getting bought out by a company with an amazing leadership, in Satya Nadella, when they have a track record of doing well with their acquisitions, when they were able to buy this company at a, in my opinion, a cheap price and a very, very fair price, this does quite well line up with the company Microsoft. So I see a lot of synergies here. So I will be a happy shareholder going forward. Would I be buying Activision stock at today's price? Like after the jump? Probably not as excited to. And of course this is the worst answer you can give, but I would be, would have been much happier buying it before the announcement, which is what I was doing. Nevertheless, I do still think there's a lot of promise going forward in this field. Like, I think the video game space is a space to be in. You have all this talk about the metaverse, which at this point, I'm struggling, you know, right on that tipping point to decide whether I feel it's more just a buzzword and hype or whether it is something legitimate. I see the merits, but I do also think it's being a little over-exaggerated in terms of how, how good this space is going to be. I think it's coming nevertheless. That said, I am happy to be taking part of that with my Activision position. One of the things that I did here, maybe some rumors that are going around right now, and maybe a potential way to play this. Not that I would actually advocate for it, but I am hearing some rumblings about this. Ask yourself, are there other companies that may be in a position to be bought out as well? I think to a company like Take-Two, a very similar company in a sense, obviously a whole bunch of different games that they produce. But if this, is gonna, if this is going to be a trend of these behemoths, essentially, you know, kind of joining, buying out companies and conglomerating to make these, you know, all in-house video game companies, maybe one way to play it. I wouldn't ever go as far as saying that it's a good investment strategy to buy a company in hopes that it gets taken, taken over, like in speculation, speculating that there's a takeover to happen. That is not a very good investment thesis, but, just something to consider if you are looking to get into this space. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. You can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. 
Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Let's transition on to talking about the second topic in today's video, which is what is going on with the broader market and what should we be doing? And I don't know if you guys caught the last, not the last video, but I did a video uh, maybe a month or two back where I was like sitting in my car and I was talking about how I'm not really, you know, wanting to buy the dip right now. I'm just being patient. There's nothing out there that's screaming that we should be jumping in. And I got a lot of people saying, oh, you're timing the market, this or that. And then we made a follow-up video saying how it's not timing the market. It's just being a little more selective with your purchases. Well, not to say that things have played out as I expected because you never ever know, but a situation like this is kind of what I think we should be preparing for. I'm just gonna reiterate what I said in that video and actually ask you guys a question. Like this is a literal question to the viewers and I would really encourage you guys, leave a comment down below if you have any opinions to share on this. But in that video, I asked how you guys were feeling as consumers. Like we were talking about consumer confidence and whether you guys were noticing just in general, our economy being, you know, we always hear it's firing on all cylinders and everything's going great. But when you go out to the stores and you're buying your groceries or you're filling up your gas, are you guys feeling the struggles to kind of make that happen? Because what I said in that video and what I still stand by today is that I personally am. I noticed that when I go to my, you know, the grocery store and I buy my groceries, things are more expensive I see online people are struggling to pay their rents and you have the thoughts of interest rates increasing, which is gonna really put a strain on people and there's a lot of people that are just struggling to make ends meet as is. It's funny, you know, even as a as a business owner and as a YouTuber, I kind of see these macro trends happening within, you know, my realm and within the views and within people that are buying programs, this or that. There has been like, it feels like, and I'm just saying this as a as a person, I feel like people are more or less struggling out there, right? I think that, you know, go back a year or whatever it was that we all had this, you know, serve money, right? There was money printed out. We had all this stimulus. People had extra cash in their hand. Everybody was happy, go spending, investing in the stock market, all is good. Well, it's like right now that I think people are really starting to feel the effects of the pandemic, right? Without that stimulus, without that extra help, it's almost like there was a delayed response to it because we did have that injection and that's really what the point of it was but i'm definitely noticing that and these things were all kind of piecing together just intuition and just kind of knowledge of the stock market and the economy just saying like why am i rushing out to buy stocks right now and again at the time of filming that video shares were down maybe two three four percent or the index was down two or three percent there was nothing that was like screaming i should be going out and loading up the truck right now now even today shares are down I am still being rather patient with my investments. I've still been buying stocks nonetheless. I actually bought a fun stock for those curious. I actually bought SoFi stock, which had a couple of nice pops, but that was a stock that um, it's gonna be one of my high flyers. Those sometimes do good, sometimes do bad, but nevertheless, just FYI, I've still been buying stocks, but just in general, like the, the amount and the quantity of stocks that I'm buying has been lower because of all of these things that are playing out. I don't know if you guys saw but Elon Musk actually came out with a bold kind of statement saying that 2022, he doesn't expect to look that that strong. I think he may have even gone as far as saying, don't be surprised if we saw a recession in 2022. Just the other day or yesterday or whatever it was, we had Netflix come out and report some pretty poor earnings. No, no, the subscriber numbers, the earnings weren't terrible. 
in any way, it was the guidance. It was looking forward. They were expecting just some slower and more sluggish numbers. We are just kicking off earnings season. So it'll be interesting to see what these other big companies report. But I'm just telling you guys on a consumer level, I feel like times are being a little bit tough right now. And again, that's my question to you guys is like, do you feel that as well? Like I'm asking you literally a question, leave it down in the comment section below. Are you noticing that? Because from what I look at online, when I share people's, when I see people sharing their opinions on Reddit and they're kind of saying what's going on, it seems like a lot of people are in this boat. And of course, this all does in a sense tie back to stocks. It does all tie back to a stock market. It ties back to our investments and uh, the performance of shares. And I'm not surprised in terms of what we are seeing. Am I saying that we are, should be expecting to go much lower? That's not what I'm predicting or making a stance on. Am I not saying we could bounce back up? We absolutely could. But what we need to do as always, as an investor that's literally looking at your portfolio right now, you're down this or that, or you're thinking, should I be buying stocks? Regardless of what's gonna be happening, the way we should be approaching this as investors is looking at investments one by one, like taking an investment all independent of itself and saying, are we paying a fair price for this investment regardless of what's going on? And is it a good and is it a, it a good quality company? Is it a good quality investment? We had a really good session in our academy this weekend with PPC Ian and we did a deep dive on McDonald's and it just reminded me of how high tier and high class this company is with all the real estate they own, with all the franchises, what a strong business model and how resilient a company like this would be if we do end up going into recession. And the companies that we hopefully talk about on this channel, and I'm very glad that I align with Ian because his as well, whether it's a McDonald's, whether it's a Johnson Johnson, whether it's a, a Coca-Cola, whatever the case is, these are companies that would help me sleep better at night, knowing that whatever does happen over the coming months or year, if we do see rates hike, if we see companies really starting to struggle, you can sleep well knowing that you have money in these companies. The drawdowns do tend to be a lot less. The kind of pickups do tend to be actually a lot faster. I hope that with the companies that I talk about on the channel for you guys, like when we do our three stocks to buy or stocks that we've been adding, companies like that, I hope I'm kind of pointing you guys in the right direction by saying, these are companies that I feel are undervalued regardless of what's going on. You guys know for months I've been talking about the stock Lockheed Martin, right? Like that's a stock that I have just been adding to here and there regardless of what's going on because I think you're paying a good price for that stock. Activision Blizzard was another one. And yeah, I say it's lucky that they got acquired and we saw this nice bump up. Huge element of luck, but there is also some decision making that goes on to that to identify and to look for undervalued companies. If you're buying those types of companies, you put yourself in a more favorable position to do well. But of course, the companies that you're looking at should all be companies that are financially sound, that are not worried, that you shouldn't be worried about their debt issues. Companies that are just gonna be around 10, 15, 20 years beyond, I think that should be actually an initial screening. It's times like these where investors, I think really do take a hard look at their portfolio because you know, when the stock market's doing really well, and again, for the past little while, it has done very well, and your small cap stocks, your companies that aren't making money, your Pelotons, whatever the case is, they can be doing very, very well, and nobody listens when you should say, you know, maybe be careful with them, or take profits along the way, or just maybe limit that to a certain percentage of your portfolio. Nobody listens to that, but then when they do come crashing down 40, 50, 60%, that's when investors 
Well, my lips are extremely dry. That's when investors do start to kind of click and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be in these companies to begin with. It doesn't mean that we cannot invest in these stocks and that there should be no room for that in my in our portfolios. Like I said, I actually added the stock SoFi, which absolutely would fall into that category. It doesn't mean that we can't invest in them. It's just make sure you're limiting your risk and make sure you're doing it responsibly. Given the state of our world right now, and again, I could be very wrong. A week from now, two weeks from now, markets could just power on. But it's especially important at times like these to be very, very selective and very, very careful with the types of companies that we are buying. It's very hard to go wrong when you're leaning towards world-class companies like the Johnson & Johnsons, like the Procter's & Gamble's, like the Apples out there, like the Amazons. I can't forget the Canadian market here for you guys as well, but companies like TD Bank, companies like a Fortis or like an Enbridge or like a Brookfield. I mean, these are all the types of companies that I think you should aim for because they're just going to slowly and steadily power along for your portfolio. And you guys are probably thinking, oh, I've heard this a million times. You know, you're just repeating the same thing over and over again. And the honest fact of it is that absolutely, yes. What I'm saying right now is not very different from what I said in that video where I was sitting in my car, but maybe it just hits a little bit differently when the market is actually starting to come down. And when you are starting to feel, you know, the effects on a personal level that, yeah, maybe life is getting a little bit tougher without this serve money and without these injections. One of our students during that live session over the weekend, straight up asked it to us, asked us as simple as it got. He said, stock market is crashing. Tell us, do we buy? Do we sell? What do we do as investors? And of course, we told him as we would tell anybody, it is never that simple. There's so many layers that go on to things and we have no idea what will play out. But what the general takeaway in my opinion was from that question and kind of our response as a team, as a unit, was that it does not hurt to be a patient investor. It will very, very, very rarely hurt you to be patient when it comes to the stock market, unless you're being like too patient and trying to perfectly wait for some perfect time. That's not what I'm saying. Just to share with you guys what I've been doing. Yes, nibbling here and there. But when we do get into a position where we are deeply discounted and when we are at a spot where stocks are looking very, very attractive, you will know, like you will know, right? If you look back at the COVID pandemic, like again, Hindsight is always 2020, so it's easy to say, but if we could fast forward or rewind back, sorry, one year or whatever that was, March of 2020, we felt it. We knew that the index was down 40%. We knew that stocks were trading at a dirt cheap price. If you were able to stay on top of your emotions, you were to think about things logically. And again, at the time it seemed very, very scary. Regardless, whether we had a fast recovery, whether we didn't, stocks were trading at a much better valuation. They were trading at much better multiples. Today, when you look at the index, yeah, we're down, and I know there's a few companies that are really propping this up and there are certain areas of the market that are getting bashed, the crappy areas, to, to be completely honest with you guys, like dividend stocks have held up quite well, value stocks have held up quite well. Yeah, they're down a little bit, but at the same time, my takeaway from you guys is that, you know, feel it out. If you see a stock that is trading at a fair price, like at today, independent of everything else, then nibble, then buy, but also don't be afraid to be patient, right? There's nothing really wrong with being patient. Hopefully I'm being a good example of that saying like, Hey, I'm not investing all too much money. I've got a lot of money that's set aside to deploy and I just haven't quite done it yet. Take it from me in that standpoint. Um, I'll keep you up to date guys. When I start buying a lot more, when I start going heavier, like you guys will tell you guys will be able to tell when we talk about it on the channel and we share with the different stocks I buy. But those are really my thoughts here. 
just for what's going on in the market, again, it's probably not the answer that you wanted to hear. If you were like our student that said, what I do buy or sell? And it's so much deeper than that. But uh, I was very curious, you know, are you guys feeling the same way that I'm feeling in terms of what's happening in our world and the inflation that we're seeing at the grocery stores? And when we pump gas, like, are you guys noticing that? Because again, I absolutely am. One of my favorite books by Peter Lynch, not entirely applicable, but he talks one up on Wall Street is where he talks about using kind of, you know, our not our intuition and our gut, but just being able to pick up on things as a consumer, as an everyday average person, and kind of piecing that together as part of your thesis for going out and buying stocks, the exact exact same can apply when you're looking at what's going on in our world and in our economy. And just as a person, yeah, I'm kind of feeling the feeling a little sluggish is what I would say. And that may and very well may translate over to the stock market. We will have to see. You guys let me know down in the comment section below. Hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the Activision Microsoft merger. Again, nothing too drastic other than the fact that it's awesome. Happy to be a shareholder. I'll continue to be a shareholder going forward. I did trim a little bit of my shares, just taking a little bit off the table, taking some profits, taking what the market's giving us. Hopefully you've kind of learned from that. If you did, do not hesitate to drop a big thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed. And of course, if you are looking to learn more, if you're looking to join the discussion with what we have with our students, with people all across the country, guys, we are having just amazing conversations every day. We offer courses and training for our students. We actually may be doing something really interesting very soon with our pricing and making it more achievable for certain people and actually offering different tiers. I'll keep you guys up to date with that, but just know our academy is that first link down in the description below. If you are looking for a community courses and training when it comes to the stock market in Canada, but as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.